Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We bring in my pal, Chris Edwards, director of taxes at the Cato Institute and editor of www.downsizinggovernment.org. So, Chris Edwards, we're giving you a second shot. You wouldn't tell us the rankings last week. You flirted with it. But, <laughs> but now you're back to tell us. So uh, it's interesting. The top grade of A goes to Kim Reynolds of Iowa, who, who is really fabulous. Uh, she's a friend of mine. And Chris Sununu in New Hampshire, Pete Ricketts in Nebraska, Brad Little in Idaho, and uh, Doug Ducey in Arizona. So they're 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 cutting taxes. Biden wants to raise taxes. They're holding down spending. Biden wants to spend like crazy for more inflation. The contrast couldn't be greater. That that's right. Uh, the, uh, the you know there's been a huge wave of tax cutting in the states over the last two years. Budget surpluses. Uh, have uh, put a lot of Republican governors in a position where they can do major tax reforms. I mean, for example, Kim Reynolds uh, in Iowa, she did some tax reforms in 2018, and she pressed every year to do more tax cuts. And then when surpluses uh, arose over the last year, that was her opportunity, and she took it, and she's put into place a dramatic uh, tax reform, cutting the income tax rate from 9% down to a 3.9% flat tax. These, you know, the smart governors know, Larry, as you know, that the Americans, particularly high-income Americans, are moving from higher tax states to lower tax states. If you look, for example, at the 25 lowest tax states in the country, 20 of them have substantial and consistent net in-migration. Mm-hmm. People are leaving places like New York. They're moving to places like Florida. Uh, and it's not just warm places. It's also places like South Dakota and New Hampshire, that are colder places, but they have very low taxes, and people are consistently moving to those states. Chris Sununu, Chris Sununu uh, in New Hampshire. I know it's cold in New Hampshire in the winter, but he's a very good governor. I know him, um, really solid guy. I wish he'd run for the Senate, actually, but maybe that's he, in the future. Uh, you know, he, he's consistently chopped. You know, New Hampshire doesn't have an individual income tax. It does have business taxes, and he's consistently cut those business taxes. New Hampshire also had a 5% tax on uh, interest and dividends, and he's eliminated that. So uh, he's really doing the correct supply side reforms. And the F's, the bottom of the list, F, let's see, Tim Waltz, Pennsylvania, no, Tim Waltz, Minnesota, Tom Wolf, Pennsylvania, Pritzker of Illinois, Whitmer of Michigan, my friend Phil Murphy of New Jersey is a good guy, but he's a terrible economist. Kate Brown of Oregon, Gavin Newsom of California, and Jay Inslee of Washington. So they're the crazies. So you can look at this. Uh, let's take New York versus Florida. All right. New York versus Florida. Florida is a low tax state. Although your point on Ron DeSantis could be cutting the corporate tax in Florida. Maybe he'll get around to that. But on spending, for example, we have about the same population, but we spend, we, New York, spends vastly more. Why is this? 
it's, I think it's fascinating, and I wish uh, residents of New York would wake up. I've looked at the detailed census data. Florida now has slightly more residents than New York State, as you may know. I think 21 million to huh. 20 million. Huh. But if you look at census data, New York State and local governments spend 88 percent more than governments in Florida. And it's not just because New York is a high-cost place. If you look at the actual number of government workers, New York State has 38 percent more government workers in Florida. And it's on it's on the you know the school bureaucracy is bigger, the welfare bureaucracy is bigger, the highway bureaucracy is bigger. Across the board there is massive bloat in the New York government. Partly it's because, you know, New York uh, most of the workforce is unionized. The government workforce in Florida it's not. Uh, but you know, I really wish New York residents would wake up and, and you know demand, you know, you know, value for money for the high taxes they're paying. Well, that's the thing. So they're spending all this welfare. In fact, there's fewer people, more welfare. I'm just calling it all welfare. But the tax burdens are enormous. So I, I think, Chris, you, you make the case that that money that's being spent on all this welfare stuff, and I, I'm going to just guess that there's no workfare or work requirements uh, for able-bodied people. I'm just going to guess that. But, you know, you, you have to dangle – the tax cut would be the reward for a sharp spending cut pen. No, that, that's exactly right. There's, you know, because states have to balance their budgets, I mean, I think a reform-minded governor in New York could say, hey, look – uh, you know, we're going to cut out some of this bloat, but the reward will be everyone gets, you know, across the board income tax cut or something like that. Yeah, man, look, a, think, yeah. think of it this way. What Reagan said, you know, the best welfare program is a good paying job. So if you promote tax incentives to build new businesses, create new jobs, that's the welfare program that you want, not just spending, just cut taxes and let the private sector generate the best paying jobs, people will be better off. Everybody will be better off. Absolutely. I'm really, you know, New York makes me sad. I drive through New York a lot. And outside of Manhattan and Albany, people are leaving. Syracuse and Buffalo and Binghamton. It's really sad. Those cities should be thriving. They're centrally located. It's a beautiful state. I think state state, um, policymakers are really doing a disservice, especially to those uh, the parts of New York that are outside uh, where all the elite live in Manhattan, right. frankly. You, I'll give you one really startling comparison, New York versus Florida. New York's um, K-12 schools have 470,000 employees. Florida schools have 360,000 employees, a lot less. Wow. But Florida schools do better in all these um, um, state right. comparison rankings of the school. So all right. New Yorkers are paying more. They're getting lower value. Yes, sir. Well, Lee Zeldin's going to fix that as governor. Chris Edwards of Cato. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it very much. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.